No, it didn't say it. Got it. Recording in progress. Got it. So uh, welcome to completely uh, off the topic and straight to the point. Hey, edit that candy. Welcome to straight to the point and completely off topic. Um, I've got my friend, good friend, Stelios Chimporas with us. Am I saying the last name right? Yep, you got it, buddy. Right on. I feel like I, every time I say it, I feel like I get it right every time, but I always feel like I, I want to put one or two extra syllables in it. <laughs> I think everybody. Every, okay. It's common. We got 45 <laughs> minutes before you got a hot date today. Is that right? Yeah, I wish. But yeah. Uh-huh. Right on. Call, well, we got to get right it. into it, brother. Sure. We're going to jump into the, the meat of the subjects. Awesome. Um, and the elephant in the room oftentimes, mental health. Is that cool? Yep. Absolutely, man. And one reason I'm talking to you is because you've been through a long roller coaster ride with mental health of some sort. And uh, you've, you've learned a large amount from it. Like, uh, well, you tell me. <laughs> well, what, I, what do I, mean, I need to know about mental health? Geez, I don't know. I mean, um, oh, well, I picked the right person to interview then. Cool. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> um, I don't know. It's something that is touchy with everybody. So also weird, you know, people, people tend to in this industry, especially tend to yeah, heckle too, one another or pick on one another or, you know, talk shit, do this, do that. But they don't really know what somebody else is kind of maybe going through at the time so uh, i don't yeah. think they know the, the effects that they might be having by uh s saying saying the wrong things to somebody you know so. i do like uh like with driving nope completely different it's not like driving at all <laughs> no well <laughs> no. when actually when i get cut cut off driving i want to kill that person hunt them down find their family members let them know what all pieces of shit there you know what i mean but when i think of it like man that person could be on the way to save his mother who's asked you know choking or she's at the hospital you know then i, I don't mind so much that they decided that they needed to be in front of me sure uh Mental health is something that we kind of got to talk about, though. That's what all the commercials are telling me. I watched my son's favorite YouTubers during a Super Bowl commercial ask me how I was doing and want to want to get personal with me and say that I was acting weird, just not myself. And I guess that's what we're, we're supposed to talk about it. Right. Right. Do you think that uh, not talking about it? is is a problem does it make what, what about not talking about mental health issues makes it a problem I don't, I don't know i think like some like movies and stuff touch base on it like uh walking phoenix's uh joker touched base on mental health and i mean the guy actually kills his mother in the movie you know what i'm saying so uh, but then then it shows a part where everything he did talking to the one girl and killing it, like at the comedy club, like all of that stuff was like a, a hallucination. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's I what like, I took uh, from the movie too. I didn't think it was, was it ever shown that it was hallucination? No, it never really said that it was, but it almost kind of like 
I guess, suggested right. that. And I feel like right. that Because his jokes like weren't funny. <laughs> right, right. Where he thought he was like killing it at the club. You know what I'm saying? And really right. he was he was doing terrible. But I feel like a lot of people like after that movie was like, oh man, it, it was great. And it like touched base on uh, mental illness. And it's like, well, why does a movie have to come out for us to talk about <laughs> mental illness and, and bullying and all of that kind of shit? Whereas like any other time, it's very much so swept under the rug. The uh, shooting happens and they said, oh, that fucking kid's parents fucking didn't raise him right. Well, no kid comes with an instruction manual, do they? You know, that that would be no. great. That would that would be amazing, but that doesn't happen. But at the same time, it's like they don't know what's going on in that kid's head, and they don't really want to find out. They just say, oh, kid snap, shot everybody. What an asshole, blah, 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 you know, end of story. Right. Instead of, you know, back when, like, uh, Columbine happened, remember when they tried to blame uh, fucking – Marilyn Manson for that shit. <laughs> Marilyn Manson. Yeah. Like, now, in some regard, I feel like there, there's also an example of, with a story of Oxford Shooter, which is what you're talking about to keep everybody up to date. Um, there was a child that uh, shot people up here right near all of us uh, in Oxford. And something about that, too. I think sometimes people are scared, being scared to talk about mental health issues might have actually made the parents less less or more reluctant to accept the signs of his deteriorating mental health does that make any sense because we put a stigma on these things and the only way to really get rid of these stigmas is to talk about it is that right yeah it might have raised attention to some people and some parents and thinking oh maybe maybe uh we we're, we're shitty parents too you know what i'm saying or who, who knows? Well, those same parents, uh, there's an amount of judgment that they probably, so if the school comes to you and they're like, hey, your kid's drawing pictures of his classmates dead. I don't right. know if that, there was something, something weird like that, as I understand. But I if really your kid's story, doing that, then I might, as the parent, be very uh, cautionary and reflexoral and be like, whoa, 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 you crazy people. My kid's sure. fine because I begin to think that that is a stigma being leveled at me. Right. You know, like, sure. like you're a bad parent. You've raised a crazy kid. And not that necessarily that isn't true, but there's a stigma around it from social uh, anxieties from society, not not wanting to talk about it because it's an uncomfortable subject. But it's really one that we all kind of deal with. I, sure. I've tried. I mean, very poorly. I wasn't good at it but I've tried to kill myself. I've thought about killing myself, especially when I was younger. Uh, it seemed, it, it, sometimes it would seem, I don't know, like uh, not, not, it, not like I didn't have any other answers, but boy, I'd really just like to be done with this part of the video game, you right. know, or, or just not have to like, whatever's next, maybe I'll deal with that. Thing. But when, I don't think I was... you guys all got the right answers. When and I so I'm at, ready to move on. When I was at my uh, most um, bottom, as far as that stuff goes, I kind of thought that um, everybody was just um, better off without me. Like I uh, maybe was a, a shitty father or a shitty boyfriend 
shitty tattooer, whatever. I just felt like, um, I guess the, the world, world would, would have been better off without me. My my son, my girlfriend, everybody would have. Didn't you watch uh the old Christmas story then where the guy goes back in time, right? It, it, every time yeah, the right. bell rings, the angel gets the wings. Sure. Or like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Ashton Kutcher, the butterfly effect. That's a, a great movie. As far as uh, that kind of stuff goes, like every action has a reaction type of thing. So yeah. I don't know well, if you've ever well, seen it. I have. I think, I think there's that for sure in my life. Um, I've talked about it on this on this these episodes before, but I've had a very good friend of mine who we reconnected after many years and we started hanging out very, very briefly. I everything he told me in his life was awesome. But in hindsight, now knowing that a week later, he, he shot himself and knowing that he that he nothing, everything he told me was a lie. And, and that kind of. um I see like that's one of those things that can possibly come out in conversation. Possibly. He felt, he felt like he had to portray this, this thing, this uh, image of success to everybody. And when that image of success couldn't be attained because it was imagination. Uh, then that's what I see like so much in, in tattooing is all of these like stupid ass clicks that used to be like non-existent when I started 25 years ago it, the click back in the day was we're tattooers you're a fucking tattooer i'm a fucking tattooer we're cool right you know what i'm saying then it started all these assholes started wearing suspenders and loud later gators and say hey we're the we're, we're the fucking traditional guys and then these skateboarders used to wear their hats backwards and say well we're the fucking neo-traditional guys all this stupid ass and I'm the clips. LA lettering guy and I'm the yeah, this yeah, guy. Yeah. It's just it's well, just so our, stupid. Like I don't it's, know. It's kind it's, of it's evolved like, beyond that some too, hasn't it? Uh, do, like do you still school. see the clicks as oh. well? That's just gonna be people, isn't it? Like, do you yeah. think that maybe those clicks were actually always there and uh they were harder to perceive because you were so open and receptive to this new world yourself or or do you think these clicks developed while, while yeah. uh, during the popularity of it? Of Probably tattooing? Bo both, you know, because I wasn't like a, a, a popular kid in, in school or anything like that. And then when I started uh, tattooing, it was uh, really strange to me, but awesome to like go to a bar and people be like, oh, Stelios, oh my God, you're doing my next tattoo. Hey, you know what I'm saying? And I felt like, wow, that's cool. And I'm, I'm popular, you know, that's so neat. And, and, and then you, you don't really like, I don't know, you let your own head get up your ass, you know, just thinking like, I don't know, it's, it's that you got to meet the hype. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and maybe and, even that you are, do, do you go through all that? Do you, you, you like, you actually start feeling like I am so awesome. And, yeah, and then I, I gotta be like this Rick James uh, persona, you know, like uh, slapping people around whenever I go out, you know what I'm saying? Just, uh, I think I, I, I met you one time a long time ago getting ink from the Howell tattoo shop. So however long that was when uh -huh. they were making ink in the, in the basement of the Howell shop. Oh, um, geez, yeah. And I came in. And so I imagine you probably had an, an amount then. And it probably was annoying too to see so many tattoo artists come through to get uh, 
to get ink because at least when I, during that time, it was cutthroat and competitive. We right. didn't share as much. We, we yeah, didn't keep, we so. kept information. It was um, very much, we, you know what it reminded me of, Kyle? It was like American, American Idol. Whenever like the uh, Simon would say, sorry, you're not qualified. They'd be like, yeah, whatever, man. I'll see you around. <laughs> That's how like the guys would come into the parlor. You know, he'd be like looking you know, for sometimes, jobs. Or- sometimes. Yeah, sometimes I would fanboy over over these dudes that I like looked up to and be like, oh wow, man. Hi, how's it going? Oh, you're you're coming to get some ink? That's great. And they'd be like, Yeah, whatever, kid, you know, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Right on. (laughs) See, I feel like I got a mount of that from you because I was like looking around and saying like hi, or not really trying to say hi. I was really sheepish, a lot more sheepish. I was like, what are you doing here? Yeah, you didn't ask a question. You just kind of stared until I answered because you were tattooing too. Until I answered, I was like, I was looking for the ink. And you're like, I think, I don't know if you said anything or you almost just like did the head movement like there. It, like, it, wasn't even a, it was basically just the opposite direction I was too. You know, it wasn't even like it's going down the stairs. So you're like, uh, out of yeah. this room, motherfucker. Leave, leave <laughs> it out. God, I was a dickhead. <laughs> Well, I wonder. Uh, I wonder where you're at. But, anyways, these people, these, these build up, right? We build up these personas until maybe we can't keep up with them, and and we make a stupid decision. Uh, sure. I was fortunate that my my best friend he made a stupid decision. I'm not fortunate actually. He uh he had a gun. You, know, mm-hmm. you, you made a stupid decision, in my opinion. And if you don't mind me talking about it, you, you slit your wrists. I did more than that, but yeah. You were done. You were, uh, you, you did your, your ankles and your, your thighs or something too, and your neck, right? I did, I did my throat from ear to ear. I did my uh, wrists two times each and the backs of my thighs. But I, I, I wanted to die, man. That was. What was it like tearing through that skin? Sound, sound, relief, emotion. I'm curious about all of it. I don't know if I should be. I feel like I want to try and help people with a podcast, but my own disgusting, like I couldn't, I don't think I could because it feels like it would be so much sinew, muscle and pain as well. But was it cathartic? Did it feel good? I mean, you did it more than once. You went through yourself like a like a, a, a kid with scissors or something. You like had uh, were scissor it, hands. It it hurt. I mean, the sound was like cutting carpet. Have you ever cut carpet before? Yep. yep. Sounded like that. Uh, you go through uh, muscle, pretty deep tissue like that too, or did you just try and aim for those arteries? I I, I guess uh I wasn't all that good at anatomy class, or maybe it would have worked, or maybe by. Um, I'm glad uh, you suck at anatomy, brother. Yeah, I'm so. Uh, you you live as an example for me why I think um, I'm I'm happy that some people don't have guns. I don't know that I'd be good with a gun. One, I don't know if I would kill other people. I don't think that I wouldn't kill myself sometimes in some kind of depression. It's sure. been a long time since I felt that depressed. Now, I imagine you're ready to talk about this, though, because you're talking to me about getting these covered up. We're going to finally tattoo your throat. Yeah, I uh, 
I uh, made a promise to my mom that I wouldn't get any tattoos on my uh, throat or my face. And uh, she passed away around New Year's. And uh, now I'm kind of ready and tired, tired of looking at these uh, scars and stuff too, so. You feel like they held you back at any any points? Throughout, very, much, you know? very much so, very embarrassing, very, you name it. I've been in the middle of a tattoo, tattooing somebody and they said, damn, what the hell happened to your neck? Well, person, I barely know. Right, <laughs> Let right. me tell you a story yeah. about how depressed why, I was one day. Why don't you have a seat here? Yeah, you know. Would you lie and, to people? Would you tell them the truth? Oh, I remember my uh, old friend, uh, Johnny Nobody. You remember Johnny? Oh, yeah. Johnny Johnny would uh, made up like this crazy story about me, like saving a kid during a shark attack and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> that was fucking brilliant. Uh. <laughs> so I did, I did use that one a couple of times. Um, <laughs> I love you, Steli, but I have a hard time seeing you swimming out there in the ocean, beating some kids, <laughs> some sharks off a kid. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I dragged my boogie board and I went yeah. jumped in Baywatch style. I just started worry. swimming through Don't the worry, wind. kid. Don't worry, kid. I got you. <laughs> You're going to make it. You're going to be fine. And just then the sharks yeah. got me. But, but yeah, man, it was it was uh, embarrassing uh, many times. Um, I started wearing baggier clothes or hoodies and shit like that just to avoid stupid ass questions. And um, I always you didn't want to tell anybody it was just a thyroid it's a thyroid. <laughs> I always wore the black wristbands too and people always thought that that was like something to cover up the scars on my wrist but that was more always like a Danzig and Misfits uh, thing right. um, but um, you've been into Glenn Danzig as and the Misfits as it is for eons am I wrong yeah I was wearing wristbands much before like I was trying to cover anything up and then you know, when so I was I, uh, when I was going to therapy, I remember my therapist being like, uh, "You're not wearing the wristbands this week or some shit like that." And I was like, "What?" Like, I can't. <laughs> you know? but, uh, Actually, uh, I've just gotten some recently uh, to show some solidarity with you or something. You, you, you said, "Hey, man, get get some of these." I did. I I've been wearing them. They're fucking warm, dude. Yeah, they, they're great, man. Uh, me and the the wizards all started wearing them and uh, just trying to get a little posse of a little uh, black wristband crew going. I was thinking uh, about uh, joining that, but I was also thinking about getting some of them 1980s leg warmers because mm, as warm as my wrists are, I was like, dude, I can just what it'll do for like my calves, right? Yeah. Ima imagine what it'll do for my calves. Toasty yeah. in here. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm, I'm glad we can talk about it really because I feel that some of – tell me where I'm wrong. But some of the uh, embarrassment that you feel is much because many of us don't talk about the, you know, um, the many depressing existential thoughts that we might have. Like those are forbidden. You're not allowed to think about those things because nobody wants to – it makes us sad. Right. Yeah, to the Don't. right people, I'll talk about anything and everything with. To other people, 
they don't really deserve it. I know they're already judging me before that question is almost done and out of their mouth. You know what I'm saying? So fuck them, you know? But um, I don't know. With you, Kyle, you've always been like a, a, a good friend of mine. Um, so I don't, I don't care to talk about anything uh, with you. I can awesome. tell you. I can tell you about what I was. You probably know we love you. Like not just we, my wife, myself, all of our friends. I, I, I know that so many people love you. And so I'm, I hope that's what you feel and kind of freeze that up. You don't have to worry about the judgment that maybe people put on you. Well, I think that's helped me never uh, really look back. I know with uh, support and love uh, from my son and uh, all of you guys, um, I, I haven't uh, gone gone back. You know what I'm saying? So um, awesome. Yeah, yeah. we never. Um, I never know. Honestly, I, I I figure, and it's also one of those things. I couldn't I couldn't control anything about my best friend and and the things he was going through. So at the same time, uh, we we've worked together. You and I worked together when I came back to Michigan a couple years, two three years ago. Now we worked for two or three years together, but yeah, during all that time. time it, it was awesome. It was. I loved working with you. Uh, okay. And I still do. We get to work together on these shows a lot of times. So Yes. But during that time, sometimes people would ask me how Stelios is doing. And they were asking always out of a, a very sincere spot of love, just so that you know as well. But they would ask how you're doing. And I know that, that a lot of them would be scared to ask you themselves or sure. to, to let, you know, because they don't know, one, how you're going to perceive it. And also sometimes I think people are just scared because like right. if they talk to you about suicide or, or if, if uh, any then they also have to think about the sad things that might make them think about you know well depression being done with it sure. all those sure. so people uh the same i find for handicapped people and i have a certain certain love of handicapped people because to me they um one, one they really appreciate it when you treat them like a human being you know, even right. if you even if you tell them, make a joke about their wheelchair making a noise like it farts or something, you know, they don't right. mind you ribbing them sometimes because they don't get that. They always get people talking to them like babies, not right. respecting them, really, or just more importantly, overlooking them and walking away. Right. And, and I think and that's, and that's what I couldn't stand, too, you know, after I was recovering and, and stuff like that, like uh, the people that would act like all uh motherly and babying over you that, that shit was just i don't know that's not <laughs> I what can i imagine. or wanted or whatever you know what i'm saying like any of right that. right it makes it seem like they imagine that you're doing it for an, a, a completely different reason not as pure more for some kind of weird attention and then worse that they're giving it to you sure <laughs> like yeah. worse that you would let it work you simpleton uh, right <laughs> But yeah, I, I remember like uh, everything. I mean, sometimes you, you you hear you hear a siren or this or that, and it takes you right back uh, to those moments, you know. So I, I remember. Let, let, let me rephrase some of this then, really, because okay. what you remember is is a uh, the ambulance, and you say just hearing an ambulance will take you back. So I guess yeah, I, mean, I mean to ask then you remember the ambulance ride and uh and and the and the 
Wait, that, I guess they weren't in a waiting room, were you? You probably went right back to an ER room. Yeah, I don't. Um, that that was probably when the lights went out. Is when I was in the ambulance. I remember everything up until like doing it, uh, being found by my friends, and then the ambulance being called, the cops showing up, everybody like hovering over me and ripping my clothes off to. Uh, do do stuff you know what I'm saying and uh, work on me and whatnot and um, yeah I remember getting on the gurney and then um, getting into the ambulance and that was um, lights out right there and then when I woke up I was in uh, Ann Arbor ICU. When you, when you say lights out too did you see a light did you go down a tunnel, all that kind of stuff we hear about? You know, that's uh, funny you ask that, because, yeah, it was very cliche. People, some, <laughs> people, some people say it's science, and some people say it's God, and this and that, but I can tell you, I can almost, I'm getting chills right now, I can feel it. Like, I remember um, doing it, and looking in the mirror, and uh, seeing myself like a, a fucking mess and uh yeah i remember like uh, a white light and that white light uh, was like a tunnel and it got closer and closer and closer and um as it was you, at its go ahead i was just, I, I should let you go on but you were looking in the mirror kind of standing up or yeah to, to see wow yeah. and, well that's uh, a horrific do, do, how much do you have to like that's horrific it would have to yeah. be that's trauma that's got to be stressful trauma it's still you still deal with that image today you've got to yep you um speaking of dealing with um, I, I want to get back to what you were telling me about the white light but i kind of want a good sure to break this up occasionally because it's heavy and talk about the great things that have happened, not necessarily as a result, but kind of as a result, your involvement with mental health um, community, the mental health community in your neighborhood of Howell, where your work was at and, yeah. uh, and a very successful semicolon tattoo drive that you've held almost every year since um, and we raised did, did, substantial amounts of money. Yeah, we did two of them, and it raised a lot of money for the uh, uh, Community of Mental Health Center in Livingston County. And, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a big deal, especially the first one. We had the radio station come out there, and Channel 4 came out there, and uh, what's his name? Uh, I forget I forget the uh, TV actor's name who came out what? there. And uh, Steve what? Garagiola, that was it from uh, Channel okay. 4. And then, um, yeah, we raised $10,000 for uh, Howell. And uh, man, I remember tattooing until 4.30 in the morning that day. I tattooed everyone. There was a, a line a fucking mile long and it was a pretty <laughs> awesome feeling and pretty awesome turnout. And then I, I believe you you uh, participated in the second one, wasn't it? Yeah. I don't know yeah. if it was the second. I thought it was possibly the third, but I know no, that uh, only, me, me and Candy two. came in. 
Yeah, okay. There's only two. Yep. Yep. Me and Candy and, came in and a couple of the guys upstairs, they worked out as well. You stayed yeah. there longer than all of us. Uh, we waited, we were there quite some time ourselves and yeah, it was cool felt, meeting all like the people that. and I, I, knowing that everybody kind of had the same, I mean, I feel like that's the bigger part of the semicolon project is that it gets people talking and understanding that a lot of these depressions are actually alone. shared. Yeah. You're not right. alone. Yeah. All right. So now when you were alone, nobody lives, yeah. everybody dies alone. No right. matter how close you got people with you, you were going down a white tunnel. You were yeah. like being drawn through it or something like a floating entity yeah, or felt, something. Or It felt like I was getting sucked in like a, floating into a tube of some sorts or it was coming to me either way it was getting bigger and bigger and bigger you know and uh, was there any noise with it or any cell smells or anything to her no it was quiet super quiet and i remember too like my phone was going crazy like i was getting like a million texts and a million calls at that time but for that weird like moment everything just shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, and I was like, Oh, uh, I remember thinking to myself, Oh, wow. It's, it's heaven. It's God, you know, or whatever. Right. And soon as so God shuts the phone off, one of the first things you go to meet the guy, he turns all the phones off. Yeah. Silence that shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no irony there. He's like, no, I got a button. Yeah. I got to talk to this guy. Yep. But uh, anyway, when I when I felt like uh, the white light was on me, like it was almost like uh, if there were an alien ship like beaming down on you, like yeah. I felt felt and and I remember looking at my shoulders and I was like, oh wow, that's on me or whatever. The, you could see your own light. physical body no, outside no, no. of yourself. Or? No, no, I could look on my shoulders and see like that white light like was beaming on, oh, okay. on like I was almost in it or something. Like and you soon, were an entity of light. Am I wrong? Yeah. And soon as I uh, said that to myself, like, oh, wow, I'm in the light. Boom. Like I remember getting shoved so hard, like I literally lost my feet and I got thrown up against the wall. And that's where I uh, slumped and sat until I was uh, found. And then the white light thing, all of that went away as soon as I got uh, slammed to the wall. Yep. Who shoved you? I got chills. Uh, Who shoved yeah. you? Someone don't want you coming yet. Right. Ha ha, that's, fucker. You got to endure friendship and I, and with Kyle a little care. longer. I, you know, you can talk to all these science people that say, oh, yeah, well, when you're dying, your eyes flash and it's your eyelids that show the white light, blah, blah, blah. Uh, no, 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 fuck off. <laughs> I, know what I, I know what I know. I know what I felt. I know what that entity was that shoved me. And, of course, uh, they would. I, I imagine anybody would say it could have easily been the force of falling backwards. Or something like that. No, hitting the it wall, was like maybe? getting it was like getting spear tackled by fucking Goldberg. Like, <laughs> you know, like it yeah. wasn't just a push or a shove. I've been, I've been in fights. I've been shoved. I've been. Well, at least it wasn't like it. getting a heel from Goldberg. Brett hit the man our head to take. <laughs> yeah, right. But, Still has ringing in his ears. All right. If yeah. you can't tell, we're WWF fans. WWF. Fans, yeah. fans of Old the WWF. Age, golden age. 
Oh, I was talking about the World Wildlife Foundation. What were you talking about? <laughs> I thought it was the World Women's Federation or something, wasn't it? Oh no, I, th- I think it was World Wildlife, and that's why they had to change it to WWE. The weird okay. thing is that we have to go through with this Mandala effect, where people are like, "What WWF?" Right. I but, know that's when that's when it shows your age. They're like, "No, it's WWE now," and it's like, "Yeah, well, whatever. It sucks." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. You're a dick. Just saying. My, my friend works on Raw. So you're yeah. a dick now. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, I have no idea what it's turned into. I, I, I know I, I've, I I've tried to watch really, a couple of times. I can't really watch it anymore. I, I don't know if it's just lost that lackluster of the whole promo video. I think that was what I liked more than the actual wrestling matches was like the macho man's interviews and ultimate warriors interviews and stuff like that you know yes i think that i mean you go back and watch the matches they're not certainly hulk hogan's aren't exciting no (laughs) i've never like boring so boring but boy could he talk to a microphone right get the hulkamaniacs breathing along believing getting the kids eating the vitamins and training and saying their prayers so you got Goldberg speared out of the white light. The white light turns off right with the impact and yep. you slump down against the wall until everybody finds you. You kind of were, you were conscious yeah, bleeding was, out then against the wall at that point. Yeah. I, I remember everything. Dude. It's fucking crazy. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm glad that they weren't ready for you. I, I'm not re- I wasn't ready to lose you as a friend and, and, and to some weird stupid way i don't know if it's stupid but i feel like i i hate that people say this sometimes that everything happens for a reason because if it does then that means some really horrible horrible shit happens for reasons and i don't want to think about that (laughs) but i am amazed sometimes at the coincidence at least of things that happen to where a friend of mine passes away and now i have a feeling of um, humanity, I guess, that, that, that goes out to people who have found sure. themselves in that situation. And right. so, and, and it, I believe that that actually helps me not have that depression because I know that people like yourself have experienced depression far greater and that, that, that we can, I don't know, that we all, that there's tomorrow. You know, what is it like a fucking like little orphan Annie Um, tomorrow? So like, I know that there's tomorrow and that we all share this. There's a Buddhist story about a girl whose son dies and it's her firstborn. So it's really important. And and she just is inconsolable. She won't eat. She her health is deteriorating. And uh, she she knows that this is the worst thing that could have ever happened to anybody. so th- she hears that the Buddha has a magic that could bring her son back to life. So she goes and visits him and he tells her he does. He knows a magic that will bring her child back to life, but she will have to, to it's not easy to get the ingredients. She has to find a mustard seed from a family that has never experienced the loss of a family member, but she's undeterred because now she has hope for the first time about sure. a reason to be alive. So she starts out on this quest and every house she stops by, of course, somebody they know has died. 
She's beginning trying to imagine these perfect ideal places where maybe death hasn't touched them or maybe they just recently bought this house, you know, or a very fledgling family. But she's, she goes far and wide and finds nothing. There is no mustard seed. But in this travels, as she begins to realize that everybody's been touched, by, she's also hearing the stories. No, no. Of course, my my own brother died, they explain, or my sister has died, my father, my mother, my children. Many times she hears the story about her their children dying as well. And right. through this long process, she eventually just gives up. But as she gives up, she doesn't have the same the, the same feeling of loneliness and isolation because she knows that this is a shared experience. Right. Boo. Blah blah. Sorry. <laughs> Sounds like an old um, Leonidas story or something. Oh yeah, why uh, from the seven hundred or three hundred or kicking There's people in the stuff. wells? Always uh, stories like that about uh, you know uh, 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 old hermit knocking on somebody's door, needing somewhere to sleep, and the people turn them away, and really it's Jesus and. This okay, and yeah. that, you know, stuff like that. It's, it's, uh, yeah, I think, That's... I think going back to what you were saying is I used to hate that phrase. Everything happens for a reason. I used to fucking hate. I can understand that. hating it. I still hate it because I don't think it does, but I but, understand but now, it somewhere. What feel, you're saying. Mm-hmm. But now I feel like it, it does. It does mean well, did something. You... But you didn't you didn't slit your wrists for a reason that is because what also is being said in that is everything happens for a reason that attaches to another thing, the blah, blah, blah. Well, I hate to think that there was a fate where you had to experience that so that so that think, uh, these think, other here's, here's coincidences. What I, think, mm-hmm. I think that the reason where everything happens for a reason is uh, maybe that opened a few people's eyes up and then maybe he kept me here to help. I'd say the hundreds or maybe even the thousands of people that have reached out to me in a time of need when I knew like, whoa, you know, red flags, this guy's in code red, like a serious bad spot. I need to help him. I don't care if it's one in the morning. I don't care if it's four in the morning. Uh, this has happened to you since uh, in, in a great number of times. A thousand. I feel I feel wow. like I've helped I've helped thousands of people since, and probably before awesome. I would have been like, "Who the fuck is this bugging me at two in the morning?" You know what I'm saying, or whatever the I, fuck. You know yeah, what I'm saying. I do. But, like I said, I feel like. Uh, being, being in that spot and putting myself in their shoes. And maybe they say some of the things that I thought at that time, I was like, wow, uh, so-and-so uh, really needs me to reach out. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah. And then I've had, I've had people, you know, um, never message me back, never message me again. And then other people say, Hey dude, thank you so much for last night. Like, uh, you don't even know. And I say, well, yeah, the fuck I do. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe maybe that, know. that was the, the reason. Maybe, um, you know, um, 
my son needs me here longer than I thought and all, all sorts of stuff. You know what I'm saying? So I do. Um, it's been very humbling. And um, where, yeah, yeah, I probably was a, a cocky tattoo artist or person or whatever back then. Um, no, I'm, 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 a, I'm a humble guy now. I can. Did it change uh, you in, in some great regard? Uh, your whole experience and then, you know, uh, and, and still being here, really. Like I said, it's been very humbling. I've lost a lot of friends. I've lost a lot of clients. I've lost. What, why would be, they can't be around you? It seems like a really shitty thing to not be somebody's friend because they try to commit suicide. Is it a. Or they don't want them to me to bring them down or they don't want to be around if I do it again or they don't want to be close. It's kind of like. Uh, could it be also they couldn't handle it? Sure. Maybe. And maybe they don't want to handle it. And I, uh, it used to bum me out and piss me off. But now I, I see, I, I kind of realize like, hey, maybe they're just not uh, built for this shit or ready for any of that kind of shit. Uh, and they got something else going on in their life. Or maybe they got their own shit uh, piling up so they don't need somebody else's uh, uh, shit to deal right. with. You know what I'm saying? So I've learned to respect that. And, and okay. Again, I well, feel that some something similar to when I see people, how they, uh, you know, when we're at a tattoo convention and we see, um handicapped people uh you can watch down an aisle as somebody is in a wheelchair or something possibly being pushed along and you can watch the faces of the tattoo artists and the and the customers and all that and you can see them physically like the red sea sometimes you know what i mean um just turn disengage try to look other ways until it passes um sadly Sadly, you see every every reaction. You even see the motherfuckers that make fun of a fucking guy. You know what I'm saying? So oh, I, I don't see thing. that. I, I, maybe I do. I, I try not to. I think that, maybe I'm wrong. I, that's the same I, thing I, I feel like with uh, with suicide. Some people consider it uh, uh, mental health or depression, like weakness. Like, uh, what's the matter with you, man? Snap out of that's it. That's why we you, talk you, about it. Yeah. I mean, as we're learning, what do you? What do you I would imagine. So sad about. You know, shit like that. The, I, I do. I, I feel like, but that's what we're learning is that that's, well, actually I did it. I think I told you, I, there's a kid tried to, um, I met that that guy and then he ended up calling me about how cool it was to meet me, but he was ready to kill himself. I drove out there and trying to sat with him for several hours talking and until that's it awesome. seemed like everything passed. Um, I forget where I was going with it now, man. Sometimes I get stuck in these stories because you're like, it is weird. Cause then you start thinking maybe things do happen for a reason. So my idiot friend, Jason kills himself and, but, but, and then I have this affinity now to help others. You yourself killed you, tried to kill yourself. Someone said, fuck you kicked you back into the ethereal plane. You've got more help to give to other people. Which, which honestly, also, it's becoming a success. You, you raise several, under, like, but yourself, you're finding success in your, um, in your tattooing life now, as I've seen. Like, like uh, I don't know about how tattoos are going, but that coloring book, that was hotcakes, right? You sold that thing like hotcakes in Philadelphia. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. I sold, I um, 
sold out of everything that I brought. I, I stuffed an entire suitcase just full of books. Like I brought a second suitcase. I sold over um, 60, 60 books. Just Stelios yeah. is an artist. He's a tattoo artist, traveling tattoo artist like myself. And he was worried for this. Is I want to tell this part of the story because I was there when you were worried about. Yeah, I was, making, I was making the book, I believe, during a COVID shutdown. What, what is the book? Tell me what the book is. It's it a is coloring a, book. Did I explain it? I don't think I did. No, it's a, it's an adult coloring book with uh, 69 pages and six uh, mazes, uh, activities, and it is probably the filthiest fucking thing you'll ever lay your eyes on. <laughs> All right. That's why I had to get to because people open it up even as I tell you, I bought one, of course, want to support uh -huh. my friend and I put it right on the table. I want them to see <laughs> this thing and I want them to be able So where I but I'm keeping it in the plastic. You know, I'm going through sure. it with people or I'm choosing who I let look at it because I'm one of them right. stupid fucking comic book collectors. <laughs> like so some people can dirty the pages of my filthy comic book and others. Can. But uh, uh, or my filthy coloring book, I guess. So but um as I'm showing it off, uh, people would open it up, I, even with it being explained, this is an adult coloring book. And they would open it up and you could see a little bit of like, no. amazement where they were like, oh, it's really adult. It's very adult. Yeah. <laughs> like they don't make Crayolas this color. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of that's what I, I wanted to do with it. Like I scoped out a lot of uh, that style of stuff and mm -hmm. other other coloring books and they were all silly haha uh little wieners like uh super bad and you know that kind of shit and yeah. stuff like that and mine mine has humor in it also like the mazes are fucking hilarious uh i, I feel like i'm i feel like in life there is genius right so like there's uh -huh. genius and that's important of course like uh albert einstein was a genius but the people who recognized Albert Einstein's genius and helped get it out to the world, those people are far easily as valuable. If sure. it wasn't for people putting Albert Einstein's ideas out there, it might have just been him. Um, right. But if it so if it but so here's how I felt about this for the longest time. I've watched your tattoos. You're one of the most uh, you draw so much that you have pieces every day. You have tattoos just up here. It, 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 it can be the stupidest, no offense, brother. It can right. be the stupidest, simplest <laughs> idea. Right. And you will draw up a tattoo for it. And there's oftentimes that it reaches this level of humor that that is easily as addicting as memes are to people. You know, like for me, sure. at least, when I look at your artwork, and I've always seen that. And some people, I think it comes off to them. They haven't, here's what I believe. They haven't been told that they can like that yet. Right. And so some unique people are able to see the genius of it and be like, dude, I like that. I want that. That's so dope. Sure. And right. other people are like, I've never seen anything like that before. That's really unique. Hmm. And, that, and that means so dumb. Let's walk. To the next <laughs> <booth."> <laughs> right. Well, it does for them, you know, because I mean, they're not walking on the wild side, whatever. So I'm excited just because that it all comes together in the perfect uh, mesh. Of the right. coloring book, because you're absolutely yes. right. That thing is like, uh, uh, it's jokes, <laughs> it's comedies, it it's 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 uh, it makes you laugh, it makes you cry, 
<laughs> it might make the pages stick together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I feel like that with even like my tattooing or my tattooing style. It, it never really, I respect traditional and I respect neo-traditional and I respect realism. Like when I draw, it comes out my own. As a stelios I, I piece. I, yeah, I can't, I can't really explain it. So no. I've had people at conventions tell me, man, this is, these are the best books. I've been through every book in this entire convention and this is, you, you're the best. And I'm like looking at them. I'm like, oh, and like there's uh, Marshall Bennett's right over there and uh, Mike Chambers, like those, you know what I'm saying? Like the dudes right. that I like look up to and they're like, no, man, we, we already looked through everything. Like your stuff's the shit, you know, and blah, blah, blah. And then uh, I don't know if I uh, ever told you the story about the, the German dudes that were looking at my stuff. I think it was like in uh, uh, Florida oh. or something. Did I tell Try, you? This please story tell me they were bumping out. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Task so, portfolio is bumping out. Yeah. So my ex girlfriend could speak uh, fluent fluent German, and these two uh, German guys were uh, going through my drawings and just no. ripping me a new fucking asshole. Oh. You know? <laughs> But they and, and she's kind English. enough to tell you. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, of course, uh, uh, German always sounds angry, doesn't it? Like that's one of the. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so it was um, a Steve Carell and, um, and, and Stephen Colbert used to have a skit with Dana on the Dana Carey show, which is a German guy saying nice things or something. Oh, like that. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Your shirt is very nice. Yeah, yeah. it's so true. And then I remember I asked her, I said, what'd they say? And she's like, they did not like your stuff. I'm like, all right. <laughs> but that's that's no. a pill, a bitter pill we've all, I think, had to uh, swallow. You know, you'd see somebody with uh, 20 and 30 years of experience and people fan through their book like it's a dirty uh, JCPenney section oh, yeah. catalog or something. And then they go to the new guy who's only been tattooed in two years and they're like, this guy's, this guy's the shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's yeah. just part of the business. But I, I, I think it's changed it a lot now because not so many people use portfolios the same. Sure. But I, even, I definitely even, remember my, my favorite was the person who would, like start in the portfolio they'd look at one and two pages and then they'd start talking to you and without looking down at the at the at the pictures for something totally different yeah. well no they'd keep flipping and, oh, right, and they're right, not right, looking they're talking to you yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, what, what are you doing there <laughs> right. just wearing the binding out of my portfolio or something <laughs> yeah just fucking up the o-rings there what are you doing <laughs> right but um, i remember I'm, like before before the coloring book came out i was taking samples like a few drawings and putting like three or four pages at the backs of my uh, portfolios and okay. i would i would kind of like just to kind of sample them and see how it would do with people reaction like am i just imagining that this book is gonna do good or uh, you know I, I wanted feedback you know what, so what I, reactions I, were they getting because it seems like that could be a real surprise for somebody if they're going through and suddenly they're looking at a vagina and penis getting to know right. each well, other that, that was that was kind of like what what the conclusion was you know it wasn't all positive so you'd have like a a mother and daughter come up looking through portfolios and then they'd come to the back and i'd say whoa whoa uh just so you know <laughs> things get a little randy back there just watch yourself you know and, uh, 
and, and the mom or it's oh it's okay we've we've seen a wiener before blah, 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 <laughs> and, and then they would look and get fucking appalled like the mom would storm off and walk away meanwhile oh. their 19 year old daughter is still like looking at it with her jaw on the ground like this is awesome like you know, so, so, I knew oh, and then man. couples couples were always funny too so that would go both ways you know the boyfriend would be like uh, uh, that's disgusting you know or whatever and the girl would still be like wait wait that's still three more pages to look at you know <laughs> or there was or they would be the opposite the girl would be like oh, oh, yeah. get out yeah, get your was, face out of that i don't i don't do any of those things you must like this shit <laughs> <laughs> i i once dated a girl who um didn't believe that I, I should be able to look at any kind of oh yeah i think every guy or other, other woman like that i think every girl has probably dated a guy like that too like I, we've right. seen it even in the tattoo parlor where uh back in the day when they used to have flash racks i remember uh uh guys looking at stuff being like oh that's sweet and the girls being like hey, if you get that i'm totally like uh, dumping your ass blah 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 right. or, or Stop looking at those be, titties drawn on that girl. girl. Or a girl would be looking at some sort of design, and the and the dude would be like, "Only only sluts get those tattoos, you know. You're not getting that." <laughs> <laughs> just just I feel like artwork should piss people off. I feel like artwork okay. should yeah. make you think, and it should like stir up uh, shit. You know, I remember uh, being <laughs> like a little kid, and I always used to like the uh, old. Uh, conan the barbarian covers and uh famous monsters like yeah the magazines were were dog shit they were like a newspaper had that black shit right but that frank franzetta cover that frank frazetta and basil gogos i could stare at that shit for hours you know and and to imagine like this guy did this with a paintbrush you know or whatever that shit was always fascinating to me so i feel the same way like with with artwork uh and and especially like uh profound artwork yeah maybe maybe uh everything shouldn't be uh fucking kitty cats and puppy dogs and fucking fairy <laughs> dust and shit you know what i'm saying maybe so, they should be a picture of a flip phone with a dick pic on it <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I still haven't looked completely through that book but, but that's the one i keep coming back to that cracks me up that like somebody's gonna one of the pages you have it's a flip phone like of all like the whole idea of i'm gonna make it a a dick pic for sure yes you gotta have a coloring book adult one with a dick pic just makes sense it's gonna be on a phone oh dude it should be a flip phone (laughs) make it look like it can't handle doing playing minesweeper or something Yeah, I love it. It's, 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 that's grandma's a flip phone. Oh, grandpa just sent me a new. <laughs> he should have made it with a wrinklier penis. Yeah. Yeah. I love the, I love the mazes too. The mazes all like had me in tears, even as I was like uh, drawing them and designing them. Like, <laughs> like yes. uh, just to just to give like the listeners an example, there was like the the starting points and the ending points are just fucking hilarious. So like my favorite one is. Uh, take the skin boat to tuna town so um, <laughs> i haven't seen that boat, i just seen the stripper one that <laughs> the skin boat being a big wiener with a big sail on it like a boat and <laughs> right and it's going to a town which looks like a, a factory with like vaginas <laughs> like all over it. 
I don't know why. It was just stupid ass humor, man. Oh, <laughs> Benny, Benny Hill humor. He used to fart and rub his like rubber suit on a rubber chair, and that shit used to crack me up. You know? Right, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so now you're gonna pull it in your own artwork. I hope it does well. I've seen it doing well. I think it will continue to. We've already talked about the cover artwork for your uh, second volume, third volume. <laughs> <laughs> which i love the ideas yeah well i like that uh that you've had this depressing time in your life that culminated with this attempt on your life and i personally see many successes since then but this being a very big it, like i think it has the chance to be big too right it, aren't you even talking with like a uh, lover's lane or something about yeah, carrying have, that in there i have a meeting with uh their people in the headquarters here in Michigan. And then I heard uh, there was also uh, you're you're supposed to take it on the Shark Tank. No, no, that, that's not. <laughs> no, just go with it, man. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not a bad idea, but yeah, me and <laughs> Dude, that I, would be hilarious showing them old brutes. But like, I think <laughs> this can go places. What I'm trying to do is raise some money to show people some skin. That that would probably be like the quickest like uh, skit. Where all of them say that they're, they're <laughs> no. out. No, I'm out. And, I'm I'm out. out. and for well, that reason, I think I'm out. I'm out. Maybe okay. you tell them <laughs> you need to uh, develop crayons that are colored for it, and you need their money to do that. Be like, listen, this is already selling like hotcakes because you know right. money talks to so them. So now we need some. Well, now we need some wiener shaped crayons. What do you guys think? <laughs> wiener shaped, <laughs> wiener colored as well. Yeah. We need flesh tone colors because I mean the the Roy G. Biv. Uh, <laughs> Crayola getting you through this, you know, <laughs> right. and we need some smooth ones that kind of cover a little bit better. So it doesn't look like these dicks are and these vaginas are all spotty and breaking <laughs> out with something, you know, this thing's got hives. What is it? Oh, you got you to take it to that level, don't you? <laughs> well, maybe you should make your next one instead of putting it, depending on the type of paper, maybe you should make one for markers and encode, include a Copic set of markers. So they have those flesh tones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. did you do it? You didn't do any color by numbers either. We, you, nope. Nope. We've got, got plans, got man. Plenty, I got lots of ideas for volumes <laughs> two and three and four and five. But yeah. Yeah, and you need to go to Shark Tank so that you can remember them ones that you added water to the page, and it already <laughs> had the water color on it. Yes. <laughs> hey, Mister Wonderful, what do you think of this? <laughs> hey man this dick reminds me of you it's got no hair on its head either <laughs> oh my god dude i named this dick mr wonderful <laughs> oh, all right so we're, we're done stupid. here right <laughs> love you man where'd you go get to this hot date right we're, we're about at that time ain't we? oh yeah yeah it's, it's cool we can uh, wrap it up if uh, you want to if not we can keep going well what else you got uh, I, I i still do have questions uh kind of about like um i still wanted to try and pinpoint which one of your family members you imagine it was that kicked you in the chest and knocked you out so that you could entertain my podcast listeners because obviously that's the reason you did it I don't know if it was a fam family member personally. Uh, I, uh, you you, I you got more spiritual after that. You think it was God Himself, or yeah? What's he I look do. like? What's uh, I want? What's his penis look like? 
<laughs> is it like is it like Tom Brady's? If you had to draw it in a cartoon comic book, no. if Tom Tom Brady's was in my coloring book, it would have what seven rings on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess it would. Yeah. He's like, man, Tom, those are some awfully big rings. It's not for my fingers, bro. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but God kicked you out. You believe it was an angel. You believe it was. It wasn't necessarily ancestral. It was like some energy being like, nah, you got to, you got to go back. Yeah. Yeah. Feel like it was uh, maybe God. Yep. You feel a force. Are you more in tune with that same kind of uh, nature and spirituality now? Yeah, but it's different. I don't, I don't really like going to church, but I know. Well, worst thing about life. church is that it has people. Well, I know it's what's right in my head and in my heart, so that's what I follow now. And I don't, I don't really care what anybody else thinks or does. Even like with the passing of my mom, the uh, the uh, priest there said we should talk, should come back, be a member of blah blah blah. And, oh right. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I'm sorry it, for I, laughing. I, yeah, I don't really want to. Get, get... It just seems shitty, does it? It's like, hey. Uh... By the way, I know you're having a hard time, you know, pretty big moment, but I shouldn't overlook a chance to sell you on my product. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm not into it. I don't really want to. It's talk only ten percent of your uh, or of your of your salary, or you know, you could just feel really guilty about not giving enough. Either right. way, yeah, I'd rather I would rather just uh, pray on my own and. Uh, um, bow down to who I bow down to on my own and at home and stuff like that. So what do you think about these, the Bibles themselves? The, the, um, you think that the, that Jesus is the way, the truth and the light. Uh, you think that maybe that doesn't make sense and that, that it would only make sense that man would fuck that up too. I think, I think we have shown that man has fucked up everything. Um, whether you pray to Jesus or Allah or Buddha or Muhammad, as long as I guess you have something, I think um, we didn't just pop up here. You know what I'm saying? But um, I know what I believe in and I don't really care to share. Uh, I don't really care what anybody else believes in or doesn't believe in other people think uh bleak blork brought us here or whatever i don't care what your philosophy is on that either uh, but it doesn't bother you because you've seen it closer do you, it, it, it does bother other people right that's one reason you're probably making the comparison some people are like oh you believe that <laughs> you're so crazy right sure let, let me tell you something that makes sense my my, my and, jesus and walked then, on water and then it's people like, uh, you know, if you're not uh, for me, you're against me. You know what I'm saying? So, like, uh, we don't listen to the right. same mu music, so you must be a loser. You know, just uh, all, all of that. Every, everybody's got their take on all of it, you know. I don't understand why people love the Dallas Cowboys, but people still love the fucking Dallas Cowboys. Hey. Watch your mouth. Is that your favorite? <laughs> no, no, I give a fuck. <laughs> Candy likes it. I think Candy likes it because they usually play it on Thanksgiving. Oh man. 
But well, I've yeah, also you know, noticed just... recently, and I've had a whole podcast about this, so I shouldn't touch too much on it. I've noticed that Candy likes this game, but as I watch it, and maybe I'm just a pecker peeper. I guess that's what I am. I'm a pecker peeper. But motherfuckers ain't wearing cups anymore. It, it makes more sense why Candy's just you, like, I just like the games. Are I'm you watching. checking out their junk or is Candy checking out their junk? <laughs> well, I must have noticed it at one point. You're both checking out some junk. <laughs> it's unfortunate. You. Maybe, but I don't like it. I don't watch this stuff. I love football, to be honest. And I'm not like a huge uh, jock or anything like that. I just love competitive sports i like watching ufc i like watching uh you know i can't i can't really get into baseball so much but i you know my son played hockey for uh 16 years i i still fucking love watching hockey and uh you couldn't catch my ass out on that cold ice ever but i still love i still love watching it you know it's an exciting game especially once you get to learn how to follow the puck i liked wrestling when i was a kid but that wasn't um used that to wrestle just, yourself you mean real wrestling not wrestling right right wrestling. right yeah like uh and it wasn't greco-roman uh wrestling either it was more like collegiate collegiate style wrestling which is freestyle no, kind of stuff no, no freestyle there there's no throwing in in, okay. uh, uh, in what you guys are doing can't yeah. hurt the kids like that jesus right right but i enjoyed that because like i i went to a uh state championship uh high school with football but anytime we lost it was like crybaby central and blame game if you didn't drop <laughs> if you didn't drop the ball on third down we would have won <laughs> blah, blah, blah. wrestling right. wrestling you had nobody to blame but yourself if you got your ass whooped and other times you would be i remember being like on a few win streak i don't remember how many wins in a row and i thought i was fucking billy badass and this kid fucking flip my ass and pin my ass in like fucking 30 40 seconds and that shit humbles Ooh. you man you're like God, quiet ride home stuff. right right you know? <laughs> quiet right home. did your team win that day because that's kind of the best part about wrestling as a college I, I used to wrestle myself the team could win or you could win and you could always take a little pride at least in the team winning but if the team won and you lost you were still like no my team was terrible there was only like three or four of us that would win so we would okay. always be bitching on the guys, you know, harping on the guys <laughs> that, that couldn't pull a win, you know, like, God damn. Yeah. But, we, had, well, we had a good team. We won a lot. Um, and I got to save our team a, a bit because we had really weak heavyweights my, that year. I don't know what happened. All the big heavyweights graduated and they put me up from 181 to heavyweight. And, right. uh, and some of them were just really bad about being as big as they were. Right. I got lucky because like a, a big guy, a lot of times, if you put his head out in front of his feet, over his feet, you know, he's got to He's got to work hard to straighten himself up. So I, I was like this little skinny guy out there. They kept threatening me that I was too light. They were like, we're going to stick a steel rod in your ass if you don't go home and eat some cake or something tonight. Right. <laughs> uh, so I, I, I don't know. I also didn't get the same thing that you because you were probably cutting weight, weren't you? Oh yeah, and it was back when there was when no you limit. Had to cut. <laughs> yeah. There was no limit on how many weight classes. Now these kids they're not allowed to cut but one or two weight classes. Right. I, I want I want to say I went from like 150 to like 125 wrestling at 125. Like we, <laughs> we were we were making ourselves like sick, you know, trying to cut right. weight. <laughs> Spitting but, in garbage cans. 
Uh, oh man, we were wearing those old like solar suits, like Vision Quest, the like silver yeah. suits, and then hoodies. Vision on top Quest. Of that. Yeah, yeah. Well, for the reference, that's an awesome wrestling movie, right? With, uh, sure, sure was. Yeah. Who, who didn't have Rob Lowe in it? I, I don't even know, to be honest with you. I can't, couldn't tell you. I Maybe almost want to say Rob Lowe or some shit, but I don't. I don't uh, think so. Uh, Rob, it was actually something. Patton Paxton it wasn't Paxton. Seems like he was in Married to the Mob many years later. That's as much as I know about the kid. Right on. But at any rate, moving on. Uh, yes. Dude, I got to wrap up in about five minutes, man, if you don't mind. Uh, I was just going to get back to the deities. Sweet. No, that's fine. Dude, I love you. Um, Thanks for chatting with us. I've stayed too long. I've said too much. All that kind of dumb stuff. Uh, yeah, man, I, I, I hope, hope, I hope uh, anyone that does listen to it, uh, I hope we helped. And, you know, you can reach us on Facebook and talk to us anytime, too, if you're uh, feeling like shit. I feel like it's super important to reach out and it's also super important for us to do our part and reach out to our friends that we haven't heard of in a month or whatever and wonder why so-and-so you know, has it, you know? No, so. I do. I do. It makes me I immediately start having thoughts about people. I should probably get a hold. You know how bad I am about getting a hold of people, but yeah. also, uh, how, how do we find you? Where do we find you? You're on Instagram. How do we order? this coloring book that everybody should, should have, um, uh, you can how reach do we support? Me, you can reach me on Instagram at tattoos by Stelios or Facebook. Uh, oh, that should be Tempor easy to spell. Yeah. Right. Uh, Stelios Chimporis, <laughs> C H I M P O U R A S. Oh but, my uh, God. I know. Right. You can, you can message me. Actually, I'll, it's I'll, just uh, like it sounds then, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Yep. Chimp. Or we get to make fun funs about you about that. <laughs> oh yeah, that was my old nickname in high school, man. When I'd come out to the wrestling mat, they'd yell "chimp, chimp, 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 chimp." <laughs> I'm all right. I'm I'm pumping my hand like Arsenio Hall. Did you get stoked on it? Was it like your thing? Oh yeah, I was like slap your face, like ready to rock kind of shit, you know? Right on. Headbutt right. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to go back in time and see that. See you in a singlet right? and your fucking your uh, your headgear walking out there, just chest all out like I'm little I'm little chisel little chisel belly Stelios headbutting his teammates. Yeah, I just cut <laughs> down one fifty five to one thirteen to kick your ass, kid. <laughs> I've got so much anger inside of me from spitting yes. in a garbage can all weekend yeah. and wearing and Danzig, this solar Danzig suit pumping through my veins. Yeah, <laughs> was that you had headphones for sure, right? You're getting pumped <laughs> yeah. up listening to Glenn Danzig. <laughs> what was much. uh, what, what song was it? Mother? It wasn't Mother then. No, no, it was uh, Misfits. Definitely Misfits. Earth AD. All of that stuff was my uh, pump up shit back Go then. Go to. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> would you win and let out a yell like that Whoa, yeah, you did yell. no no i did not oh, okay oh damn it that would have been, been superb if i did yeah. yeah i would love it the lights go dim they bring out a stage smoke music comes on and then you do your second bit it's like first i kick some ass and now i kick some fucking ass rock and roll <laughs> I love All you, right. man. But, love but, you yeah, too. We'll anybody, talk to you anybody, soon. anybody can message me and reach out to me, and I'll mail them a book. It's not a problem. Stelios Chimporis. How do we spell your first name? 
S-T-E-L-I-O-S. C-H-I-M-P-A-O-U-R-A-S. Chimpora. <laughs> Thank you. I know. It's, <laughs> thanks, Dad, for the Greek name. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least he gave you that great big long Greek guide. Well, actually, Stelios, we've looked it up in the Urban Dictionary. And yes. you know that it means a, a demon with a huge phallus. You know this, right? <laughs> that was, It was a Greek god with a huge dick. Yep. There but, you go. So dad yeah. didn't do you bad. At least he might have <laughs> fucked you up on the last name. But at the least Urban he pulled Dic it out. The Urban Dictionary <laughs> didn't do me bad either, right? Yeah, he was probably like, <laughs> fucked up thing is I can't change the last name for you, kid. What I can do <laughs> is name you after a giant dick Greek god. <laughs> Get out of here. You're now go out there and sing me some misfits. <laughs> Kick that kid's ass. Pin him. <laughs> All right. All right. Take care, you, brother. Love you, you too. too. Bye, man.